I'm digging deep for the footy this week, bro. I need you to uh, I need you to lift me in spirit. Let's see what I can do, man. You're obviously here for the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. Bro, are yeah. we fried beans supposed to tune to the toilet like this? Welcome to the Dip In Butter Program with Kat and Wes. Figure out what you can figure out when you can figure it out, nigga. Just be here. Not waste any more of this time so we can get into all these topics. Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Good morning. Good evening. Happy Tuesday. Happy Friday. Happy Thursday. Happy a week from now. Uh, happy I'm just getting caught up and I forgot y'all niggas are still doing this show. Whatever that is and whatever it looks like for you, happy that. We hope you are having an excellent uh, listenership and an excellent day. This is the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. We are here to give you our opinions and thoughts on everything important and more than that, the shit that ain't important at all, but we are hyped to be here across from me. That's my guy. That's your guy. That's our motherfucking friend. That's Forever Young 89 on all the socials. Elmer Young around here. The motherfucking goddamn glue. Mm-hmm. Westwood no T is what they call him at work, but we'll see how long that lasts. My guy, what's happening? <laughs> um, whole lot of that, man. You know, I'm, I'm I'm here. I'm present. I do feel wide awake today for whatever reason. Um, I know that there's a lot of things um on the docket. Um, I'm sure there might be some people here interested to hear some interesting things. Um, so we're you know gonna do um our average at best <laughs> delivery of giving y'all what the fuck is average going on. Average at best, let's go. Average, average at best as to what's going on outside for sure. But um, not to digress too far into that shit. Um, well, my guy across from me with the hottest takes in the United States that is Cat K with two T's on the end of that thing. Uh, you can still catch my man at catandcrunch.com or you can dip into the cereal shit, even though he's not eating that shit no more and he's looking great. I wish you guys could see him like I see him. Pause if necessary. <laughs> um, but he looks great. Um, you can also catch my man over at youtube.com slash dipped in butter program, um, where you can catch my man flexing in real time. I'm sure you'll be able to see that. Um, <laughs> I can't also, wait to show Columbus how I look now. Exactly. Nigga. Also, um, this week we're going to show up to honest.com slash dipped in butter program because I'm here to be honest. Um, you know, I, I've done my due diligence, I feel, at this point. So oh, it, it just is what it is at this point. Yeah, I mean, um, but most and <laughs> more importantly, you can catch my guy here each and every Tuesday or whichever day is pod day in your life uh, on the Dipped and Butter program, wherever podcasts are placed, because that's where this one goes. My nigga and yours was popping. Before we get into all the important stuff and the interesting stuff, let's get let's do taxes. Let's get our chores out the way. Like, you know, how your parents make you do your chores before you can play Sega. Yeah. Let's get the chores out the way because like me and you do a podcast. We have a lot of fun, but I do like to, I like to think that I take our friendship serious enough to where like, if you tell me something, I'll make mental notes and I'll try to be better. Okay. Even if you're telling me in a joking way, I'm like, well, that was a joke, <laughs> but my nigga makes a good point. So I'm here again to let you know what's going on in my life. My nigga. You seem like me, because like how you watch me when we podcast, I also watch you. I can see your eyes distracted at the chaos behind me. And your eyes are correct. It is chaos behind me because the fire safety program is called Ready, Set, Go. Oh, my God. Ready stage is stage one where it's like, hey, guys, we want to let y'all know there's a fire going on. You should probably make sure you have the notifications turned on your phone so you <laughs> you look so stressed out. <laughs> notifications turned on your phone. Level two is set like, hey, at this point, you guys probably want to have an exit plan. You probably already want to communicate with your family and know what your plan is 
once we get to level three, which is go. Go means you have 24 hours to evacuate the city and may God be with you. So we're at level two. So what you're telling me right now is you guys are feet in the blocks, (laughs) arm cocked up behind you, ready to fucking go. (laughs) What I'm telling you is if I had, if I was Usain Bolt, my shoes would be 2.3 ounces in weight and they would be a Volt neon green. Is what I'm telling you. Like I I have bags behind me. All my valuables are in there right now. Uh, All our social security cards are in one place. Uh, This is real. We are in stage two. The only stage left is get out the house, get out the house, get out the house. Seven days later, how are we still here? Like, (laughs) well, bro. And and that's, that's the interesting part. And the part that I find most like the part that I find most interesting to try to explain to my family back home, because I got to keep my mom and my dad and my brother and my sister up to date because we do speak regularly. My sister listens to this shout out, Ashley. Um, We got to keep them up to date with what's going on with us. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, the the <laughs> it's hard to explain how fire works unless it's been a part of your life ever. And I was born and raised in Ohio. So wildfires has never been a thing in my life. So when you get like trying to get people to understand the idea of how big a wildfire can actually be and like how I can still be telling people about this two and a half weeks later, like, bro, how do y'all still have a fire? Like fam, the fire is the size of a small city. Like I was showing my mom in a video chat when we was chatting on the phone on Mother's Day. It was a clear blue sky. Not a cloud. You live in Arizona. You know what a clear blue sky uh-huh. looks like. We thought we knew when we lived in Ohio. But yeah. then you get like further west. And you, a clear blue sky is just different, bro. Yeah. So it's no clouds. And I showed her the clear blue sky that she's used to seeing because she's been out here before. And then I did like a 180 and turn and showed her what direction the fire's in. Uh-huh. And you would think it's like a whole cloudy day over there. Like It looks like clouds. There's so much smoke. That like the entire like other half of the world looks just gray. Like so, this fire is huge. Bro. So me just being ignorant and asking questions in real time to my friend. Please what do. What is the state of New Mexico, the city of Albuquerque, the top of the mountain people? What are we doing to fight this fire every day? That's a good question. So I just got this information like just yesterday. Like once we move to level two, like get ready, this is a real thing. That's when I started doing my research on how fires even happen like i had to try to do a little bit of educating myself so the thing is is that one fires are huge it's not as simple as just pour water on it pours like you know the the elementary school sand dust that they used to throw put on throw up when a kid threw up just (laughs) outside of the hallway at a lunchroom i don't want to just do that i don't want to pause you there make sure you remember where you're at bro why the fuck did that go away like why does it seem like you're not able to why did we stop the kids stop throwing up ma'am i feel like the janitor used to awkwardly come in and just like get the pencil shavings (laughs) from the from the sharpener and just look at everybody while he did it and be like you know what i'm using these for later Fam, the the only thing more important than watching one of your classmates throw up is watching the janitor sweep up the vomit. Like it's, I saw the noodles hit the ground, and bro, the fact that you threw dust on it and, and now it's it. crumbles is amazing. To you me. swept it up with a dry broom, bro. I feel like I watched magic, <laughs> bro. That was <laughs> that, bro. I'm so glad that we both find that interesting because I have always found that interesting. Like you're telling me you got a bag of magic dust that you can throw on top of somebody's honey nut Cheerios. <laughs> 
and it literally just turns into like crumbles that you like you can sweep it into a movie theater dustpan and just go on with your dust. like you don't even got a mop after this at all that's insane to me that's insane to me but get back to the fire like right I, I guess there has been like fire uh what would you call it developments in the recent years since Smokey the Bear of the 90s like remember back in the 90s when it used to be like you see a fire put it out only you can prevent forest fires and it was taught to like, if you see a fire, stomp it out right now and go get somebody right away. Well, apparently we learned in the 2000s plus that that is actually the wrong practice for forest fires and wildfires. Like, <laughs> you actually kind of don't want to immediately put it out because if you do, like fires <clears throat> are natural. Forest fires are usually natural. If there were no humans on the planet, forest fires would still happen. Mm-hmm. It's a natural part. Like if any of y'all listening to this are into botany or plant growing or anything like that, other than weed, we can't be that kind of audience. But, like, you know that you have to pull some dead leaves off to keep the health of the plant overall Mm -hmm. in best condition, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the forest, you have to have burn-offs of dead shrubbage and shit like that to allow the healthy trees to continue to grow and sprout and shit like that. If you don't do that and you keep putting forest fires out every time they spark, you're going to have a mass dense, like, dead bush soot and just compact shit to where when a forest fire does happen, now you basically are on the, the the face of the sun and the blaze is too hot and now you can't put it out. And this mm-hmm. is how you get situations where there's billions of dollars worth of damage and skyscrapers are falling down because it's too much fire. Like you want to control fire. You don't want to know fire. So that's that's my fire education segment def- for this. You definitely got very educated on that. And, uh, you know, just side dumb story, as you were talking, you talked about, you know, um, What's my man's only you can prevent forest fires? Smokey the Beezy. Yeah, Smokey the Berry. I mean, my dad uh, actually voiced him at the fair one year in the early 2000s. Um, It's quite an experience to watch. I thought it was crazy. So, you know, you don't tell me shit, bro. I like, (laughs) as long as me and you have been friends, I feel like, and that brings me to another thing I want to yell at you about. First of all, how the fuck could you have never told me your dad was ever Smokey the Bear? Because aside from wood chips sweeping up throw up, (laughs) The second most fascinating thing of my childhood was when you would go through the fair and Smokey the Bear would just know your name. Yeah. And know your favorite color and know your favorite Ninja Turtle. And that shit used to fucking blow my mind. Now, obviously, as an adult, you realize that there was some nigga hiding behind the restroom with a microphone. But it's kind of like the Michael Jackson thing. Like, once you learn how he does the lean, it kind of makes the lean cooler once you see that there was a nail in the floor (laughs) and that's how he did it. So that's cool as fuck, bro. Your dad was Smokey yeah. the Bear. Yeah, I got to see behind uh, the curtain of Smokey the Bear. And like you say, I was still a kid. So like to see like, oh, this is how it's done. Like it's literally like seeing that the Wizard of Oz was fucking Richard Pryor. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, what? Like this doesn't make any sense. Like, so there's like a little lodge over there. And there's like an upstairs part of the lodge that has like all the soundboard and the mic and shit for Smokey the that's Bear. That's hard. Yeah, you was just, born to do this. Like, yeah, you just, was born to edit podcasts like clearly. before podcasts were out. And that's another <laughs> thing I want to yell at you about, bro. You don't tell me nothing about you on oh, the show. My God. You've been in a bowling league for seven years now. I've, I've, and you don't have no bowling <laughs> league stories? What the fuck is this show? What are we doing? Not, it's not been seven years. It's been more like <laughs> nine or ten weeks. You know, I've, I've sprinkled some of those breadcrumbs. Um, you know, I just thought for episodes. sure by now you would have a story for us, bro. Um, a story, I, I, you know, it's more moments. I, I definitely have a, sure. like, I could tell you a story about bowling for sure. <laughs> like, 
has anything like stupid happened to where I'm like, oh shit, I have to bring this to the pod. But like, it's another one of those instances. Um, before I like, I'll, I'll give backstory on it. But like, it's it's another one of those instances where I show up. You know, what I'm saying in my work gear. You know, the dipped in butter stuff. What I call it. I show up <sighs> my work gear. And it's always good for me. And even I didn't even talk about this part, but even in Houston, fam, like it's always a good indicator for me that it catches people's eye and they want to mm-hmm. like know what it is or even what is with, that? or without being prompted, they say some fly shit, bro. So like shout out to my homie Frank, a part of the illegal alien team down at the bowling league. They're a team of Mexicans. The funniest shit I've ever seen. That in my name life, is dog. fire. So bowling fact, team names be fire. bro. The fact that they did it. Yeah. I mean, lets me know that they cool as fuck. And I've bowled with them on, you know, in several weeks, or I see them, you know, damn near every week at this point now. So shout out to them. But like, I, I had my shit on the one week and I think I got up there and I threw a strike and on my way back, and man was like, this guy's dipped in butter. And I just couldn't, <laughs> I told you, know, I'm good at it. I took my, I told him, I was like, Hey Frank fam, like you don't even know how lit that is. Like I'm actually going to need you to say that again for me. And I just, yeah, I just haven't had the chance to, um, you know, really get that back on tape, but I'm actually post a bowl against illegal aliens next week. So I'm gonna make sure I matter of fact, I might have to throw the uniform back on again, just to program him again, that this is what the fuck it is. You feel me? Um, yeah, but nah, so Backstory on the bowling league, if we want to get into that, um, you know, just being out here, you know, what I'm saying in Arizona, not, you know, I, I spoke about it last week. I ain't really got no network out here, which is not really no problem with me. Like I say, my family is, you know, who I need. So I'm cool with not necessarily having oh, it's no driving life. me crazy not to have friends, bro. I'm not not driving me crazy because I ain't even as bad as this sounds to say, I haven't seen a nigga that makes me want to be like, can we be friends? Like, I yeah, don't, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> don't, a feeling. That's is, a real bro. feeling. Yeah, yeah it is. Catch I, I haven't. I when haven't. I saw you, bro, I was like, can we, I want to be his friend. We need to be friends. Like, that's a really cool guy. We absolutely need to be friends. And then when Byrne told me, you you cut hair, I said, <gasps> it, it was like, I gotta, a, be his friend. <laughs> I gotta be his friend. We gotta figure this shit out. So like, Again, you know, wanted to, um, I don't even know what my initial fascination was. I don't even know why I chose bowling. Like, I looked into a lot of stuff. I'm still looking into a lot of stuff. That, Nick, I might fuck around and join a cornhole league. Like, I think just cornhole because along with my, and again, this kind of goes along with my trip to Houston. I learned more about myself on my trip to Houston, bro. It is certified in RIAA platinum disc. Uh, I got the I got the motherfucking plaque that goes up on the board. I am officially washed bro i don't need to go out <laughs> i don't need to like be it's in a over. crowd or see nothing bro like it's my, over. my nigga in houston he stays behind a place called camp houston you can look the shit up on instagram it's camp lit. Houston. like yes yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a spot fam and like on even on another topic bro out there everything is a spot bro like there's a place called parma that's a pizza place but on Thursdays, Fridays, it's a spot, G. Like, That's just crazy. imagine going back home and like niggas be like, yeah, we about to pull up to Donato's on Saturday night because it's a DJ. <laughs> no, like, that sounds like a vibe, though. Like, I. I would love the opportunity to hang out somewhere that's not built to be a hangout. Bro, right? just, like, that's dope to me. Just around where my nigga stays, there was one, at least three spots like that that we could have went to. And just hung on some regular shit. Like, nigga, that's almost like McDonald's being the spot. Like, all oh, year on Thursdays, nigga, we go turn McDonald's up for ladies' night. Um, but again, I'm washed. So, like, coming to that realization that I, 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 I need something to do, you know what I'm saying, in order to be active, you know, whether it be for, you know, health benefits or just for recreational purposes, like, versus just sitting in the house all the time, find your ass something yeah. to do. So, like, I chose bowling. 
Um, you know, show, showed up the first week to bowling. I ain't know none of the motherfuckers in there. And the way that they do it is, you know, either show up with your team. And if you don't have a team, like stick around and we'll like put you motherfuckers together. Like, well, like pick up basketball games. Basically, at the fam. Line. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, so basically it. at the end of this one, so this, this, the first league that I joined was only five weeks. Yeah. I mean, it was just kind of for what it, real quick to color in your story a little bit. You got your own ball, right? Yes. Now, okay, I just needed now, that for the story. Well, and this and this Visual is just, purpose. well, and right. Well, that was the thing about it because I, I didn't have a ball when I went to the league, but signing up for the league got you the ball. You know what I'm mm. saying? So you sign up for the league, you pay off the league, they give you a certificate for the ball. And even the second league that I'm in is the same way. So like I'm signed up for this league, it's $20 a week, but whenever I pay the shit off because you can pay it off early, they give you the certificate to order your ball. Um but anywho, you know, picked it up. So after you know, everybody with the teams left the room, it just happened to be three motherfuckers left. Me. There's a lady named Jill who was cool as shit. White lady Jill got to be in her 50s, somewhere probably mid 50s. Contrary to the name Karen, you got to love a Jill. Like, you I feel like I've never Jill. met a bad Jill. Not ever. Love Black, white, Indian, Puerto Rican, you never meet gotta a bad love Jill. love a Jill. All Jills across the world. Shout out. Hashtag Jill, we love you. Um, and then there's John, um, if you wanted to hear a story about bowling. Um, there's John who. Um, as I told my wife yesterday, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful in any shape, form, or fashion, but like John is one step away from nonverbal, whatever the politically correct word is to put after that. I'm going to say retard, and maybe I'll oh. bleep it out, but it's good enough when we just say we're going to, and then people know our hearts for sure. Um, but yeah, so John, John is um probably another upper 50s maybe closer to 60 gentlemen um who you know just just don't got it all the way together um i don't i don't think i've seen john really i think the highest score i've seen john bowl is a 99 i don't think john's cracked 100 yet um (laughs) time out (laughs) so the only thing that you really need to be a part of this thing is the twenty dollars. Like you don't got to be a certain level of good. It's no, really no, 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 no. They have very in, in, inclusive of a type league. Yes. Yeah, so th- this particular league that I'm a part of now. So like I say that 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 um that first one was five weeks with fifty five dollars. You get the ball. You know what I'm saying? A little bullshit ass ball. Come with the shit. But then there was another league that started right after that, and we just carried over. You know what I'm saying? As you know, on some gang gang shit. And Jill added her sister-in-law, Kim. So now we got Kim on the squad, too. And Kim is pretty decent. You know what I'm saying? Kim Kim actually, like, grew up with a grandmother who was a bowling instructor. So, like, Kim adds value Kim to our form. team. She knows, yeah, she knows how Kim, this goes. Yeah, Kim adds value to our team. So I ain't mad at Kim coming <laughs> along. Fine. But, again, there's John who... You know, I don't think has bowled nothing higher than a ninety nine, and I don't, I don't feel like getting into the science of like averages and handicaps and shit. Sure. And like John's handicap is a score that he never gets. So like <laughs> the way the handicap works is at the end of a bowling game, you automatically get that number added to your pin count. So some games, technically, John might beat me because his handicap because his, his handicap, his handicap is something he'll lose. never get. So like he gets a one thirty six handicap and he shoots a ninety nine. So now this nigga got a two. 20 something for nothing. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And I might. Interesting how that works. It's crazy how I don't want to get. Don't nerd me out, please. My wife will be mad if she listens to this fucking episode. She's probably hitting the 10 second button right now. <laughs> four fifteen seconds. Yeah, four fifteen seconds. <laughs> She's going to get to 20 minutes and be like, this nigga's still talking about bowling. I can't fucking take it. Um, but no, like I say, there's John who, you know, is one step away from nonverbal. Um, you know, John has uh, one of. I've seen both of them out here in Arizona, I think. John has one of the two thickest pair of glasses I've ever seen in my life. Um, 
I thought we got thick glasses out of here with the with the throw up dust. Like I haven't seen a good thick thick pair of glasses in a very long time. He potentially looks like he could be cleaning up the throw up dust. I, absolutely. <laughs> well, might as like well. I say, there, there's John, you know, who has terrible form. He has no bowling etiquette. He really doesn't understand the whole, like, wait till the person, the people next to you go before you really like. Oh my it. God, like, bro. Fam, I've seen, we- I've seen people in their full blown, like walking stance and John would just waddle his ass up. <laughs> And throw the ball down there, and they be so fucking pissed, dog. Especially like, and motherfuckers who are serious about bowling be mad because they be in they shit, and they be serious, and this nigga come up and throw the ball, and then he get no pins, like it go right to the gutter, and you be like, bro, this. So you this- interrupted my stroke. <laughs> you interrupted to not hit nothing. You interrupted. Like, okay. I feel like, and I'm I'm no bowling league guy. I'm I'm not even good. Like my wife whoops my ass at bowling, and that ain't to say that she ain't good because I feel like she is, but. I feel like if you're going to interrupt somebody's approach to to roll your ball, you better at least be in the middle of a triple. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be going turkey. But, like, I'm in even, a zone. I'm in a rhythm. I need this turkey. I can't wait for you because I'm going to cool off. Right. I think I feel like that's the only excuse for bowling during somebody's rhythm is if you're going turkey. Like, and it's just like, fam, I can't wait on you. I have not, to go. Not if they were going first, fam. Like, you kind of got, I don't give I don't give a fuck about your turkey. I don't give okay, a fuck if you're I'm going like, for the no, 300, bro. I don't give a fuck if you're going for the 12th, it's fam. You got to relax. Yeah. I'm in the windup. Go back and do your routine, fam. Like, put the ball down, pick it up, okay. blow, blow in the thumb hole, do whatever the fuck you need to do. <laughs> blow, blow in the thumb hole is what I do on Saturdays. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's not a bowling thing. It's not a... It cannot be a bowling thing. <laughs> Certainly, right. it could not. Um, but, it, you know... Um, coming up, blowing in the thumb hole is on the dock. Yeah, like, it was... It was, <laughs> it was like, uh, uh, to, to, to further paint the picture of John, let me put it this way. So, like... In, in the league, like, if you guys have a discrepancy in schedules and you guys can't make it, if you don't show up, there's a, you know, they'll just, you'll lose, like, a certain amount of pins per player per game, whatever the case may be. It'll really fuck you up if you really do it that way. Or you can pre-bowl, you know what I'm saying, whenever you want, you know, whenever you want to prior to that week for those scores to count, um, you know, in that next without having to lose any points or anything. So two weeks ago, we bowled for two weeks. So each week we bowled three games. So this particular okay. Sunday, we bowled six games. We bowled the three games we were supposed to bowl that Sunday. And, and then we, we got caught the up. three games. Well, no, we bowled the three games that we were going to bowl the next Sunday because that's when I was in Houston last week and I wasn't going to make it um, back. So gotcha. like I said, in order not to miss the week, we went ahead and bowled let's while we was ahead. already there scores up. to get it done, right? Like, had Two numbers on the boards by Pusha T right here. <laughs> yeah, talk, you know, talk, talked about it, had this whole conversation, did what we needed to do, with the woo, bang, 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 skip. So I called John, as, like I say, it's a joke. I called John Michael Jordan because the league really started 12, 12, 15. They give you like 10 minutes to warm up, and then like 12, 30 is game time. John come in ripping his sweats off every time. But it's not really like ripping the sweats off. Like he walk in confused as hell. Like John is like he's not at this point. Disoriented. Yeah, at this point he's not like reading anything to look for us. He's just looking for us. Like I I watched this nigga. Like I've watched him on several occasions. Like Wait, walk past. Stop. Where we time walk. out. Time right. out. Time out. Because I don't think that you elaborated the joke he just made enough. Like I need y'all listening to the show to understand what my nigga just said. He said John is not reading anything to find us. He's literally. Imagine being in a 15-lane bowling alley. And you know, bowling alleys usually have the lights dim, and the only thing shown is like neon stripes. And imagine See, seeing John walk in with his ball in hand with a trench coat on. 
squinting so, his eyes, looking at each individual person to see which one is Wes, instead of looking <laughs> up at illuminated screens to yeah. see which one says yeah. dipped in butter. And like, particularly, why would you do that? Like I say, for for the league, like and like fuck fifteen lanes, fam. There's forty four lanes in this Jeez. bowling alley. There's thirty on one this ain't side. Lanes at all. Yeah, there's 30 on one side, 14 on another side. Yeah, I mean, and they use, now they have us what they call the short side. 30 is the larger side. Short side got, you know, the less lanes on it because there's just enough. Look, he's geeking out again. He's I am. I'm geeking it, out. I'm he's sorry, y'all, but like, walk with me because it, it really seconds, is funny. 15 seconds, 15 seconds, 15 seconds. It really is funny, but like, yeah, this nigga, he not reading nothing. Like, he not he not paying us. So, anywho, we pre bowl the shit, right? So, you know, did none of... Let me not say none of us went last <laughs> week because I found out one of us went last week. So... so you know, we, we bowl the six games. Next week come, nobody goes. Because I, I didn't get back from Houston until like four anyways. I was going to miss the time. Bowling league is at noon. Um, so, you know, we we show up just this past Sunday. We reconvene. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, bang, bang, bang. You know, everybody's giving out daps and hugs and shit. And, of course, you know, game time starts. Here comes John ripping off his sweats. But he still got to go to the front desk and get his shoes and shit. So, <laughs> so, after, so after he gets his shoes, I'm standing in the back, you know, by the tables, by the lane. And he, like, walks up next to me. Like, if, at first... I haven't heard John speak more than 20 words. I shit you not, fam. Like, in nine weeks of bowling with this man, I've not heard him say more than 20 words. But, like, again, he he can speak. I know he can speak. Like, it's just com- confusing. And, like, I I hate my wife because my wife be making fun of me and Jill. She calls him our son. She'd be like, y'all got to get y'all son together. And I'm like, no, that's not my fucking son. But that's a whole other topic within itself, y'all. I mean, because I'm, I figured out why I hate her calling him my son because I'm intrigued by what the fuck is wrong with him. And I want to ask. <laughs> And I'm trying to and I'm trying to run away from that, so I gotta like it's cro- because it's crossing over from intrigue yeah. to genuine concern. <laughs> yes, and that's bro. what's making it. Now she's bullying you. This You're is being what bullied. This is what I'm saying. So now I gotta figure out what the fuck John do because that's what I told. Her. I said he's so special. I said you. I said he's so special, but he's so like functional. You would think after nine weeks now somebody would have caught like the same nigga lurking around in the background that looked like John's handler. No, John got a wallet. No. John got his own money. Like. John do all of that shit, but like John should not. Like I'm so con- I'm so concerned. So like now, that's why I told her. I said I said I think Jesus is tugging on my heart, telling me like you got to figure out what's really going on with this man out here. Um, but again, so John gets his shoes. He it's John's turn, and John is just like waddling along. He ain't really paying. And John is a skinny dude, so when I say waddle, just imagine what the fuck is wrong with him. Like, it's a random waddle. It's, it's an it's, unnecessary waddle, fam. I I can't even get I I. I wish I could find a picture. I might have to take a picture of John so he can be a cover one week just so y'all can see what the fuck <laughs> I'd be talking about. But like walks up next to me and like pulls his pants up and goes, so can you tell me why nobody bothered to show up last week? And nigga, <laughs> I, I, at first I looked at him and I had my mouth open and I, I wanted to be like, motherfucker, are you, cra- are you stupid? Like, do you not remember none of this shit that we talked about two weeks ago? We planned all of this out. Yeah, and then, like, as soon as I started going into that, I was like, you remember, like, when we was here last time and we bowled all them games? And it's like, as soon as I said that, it, like, the lightning struck with him again, and he was like, oh, I'm back. And, like, <laughs> I'm like, John, John, John. John is John, special, bro. The, I love the idea special. of John ripping off his warm-up pants oh, and then beautiful. going back into the locker room. Like, fam didn't even have his shoes, but just he's ripping the, off his warm-up. Just imagine if Jordan was that like he was the hype of all hype and came in like it right was a little bit right, stupid like soon as soon as the whistle blew and the tip off came jordan came running out the locker room ripping his sweats <laughs> off and all this nigga scored was four fucking points in four quarters dog you would be so fucking upset i would be so You'd done be with so you, upset and, and furthermore to cap off your story if jordan was john from the bowling league 
then the Jordan 11s will have a much thicker sole be- be- below that patent leather. So yeah, thank yeah. God for small miracles. They will. Um, let me I, 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 let me wrap the bowling thing with sure, you. Know, just please. just for informational purpose, like I said, you asked, I'm gonna give you information. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm averaging like a 150 right now. You know, what I'm saying right. I'm doing well. You know, the the for for those who don't know, the greatest score you can get is 300. My highest score is 232. That's working my bad. way up the ladder. All right, hey, get your reps in, dog. Listen. Maybe the next merch tee is not a tee. It's a bowling shirt dipped in butter. Know. You can wear it to bowling and it's the merch. Just something to think about. Might you know, only I'm make sure like- that there's probably like a Chinese factory that can get them to us for the love. We send them to Vito. It's fine. We'll figure it out. Might uh, only speaking make of like parents, 10 shirts. For, <laughs> we're only getting eight of those, y'all. So y'all better act fast. Um, speaking of parents, you being a parent, mm-hmm. you being a new parent and a parent of John, I got some judgmental comments to make here. And, I guess this is where we're going to start. We're going to go ahead and like take the big scissors that they use at like New York building unveils. And we're going to go ahead and (laughs) cut the tape on all of our bad takes right now. Mm -hmm. Before I'm going to let you be judgmental later in the show, I'm going to go ahead and be judgmental now. I got a beef, bro. I don't know when the last time you was in the mall, as long as it was in the last eight years or so, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you'll probably know what I'm talking about to you, Wes, and to the listening audience. We all need to sit down and talk about this. As a parent of an 18-year-old and a 6-year-old, I'm here to tell y'all and go fully on the record in saying, I judge and I don't respect all of y'all parents that let y'all's kids ride those dirty lions in the middle of the mall. Mm, yeah, up no, and down no, no, the hallways. No, no, no. Cannot do it. Is that who is that respectable for? Yeah, I don't know. We 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 definitely passed that kiosk, and the fact that it's a kiosk pisses me off all within itself. Because why y'all got all this bullshit out here in the middle of the mall? How could you have thirteen dirty carpet lions all plugged up to the same charger in a kiosk? Like you should have at least like bought out the old news source to keep them shits in. Like Man, where do they put them? That's in the exactly mall what clothes? I'm talking about. And then you don't see like a bottle of Febreze nowhere in sight. Like, bro, I can't really fuck with y'all. Nobody sprays them with Lysol or nothing, bro. So you're telling me that I'm going to, you're expecting me to put my lovely daughter's crotch on the same crotch <laughs> that Hector's crotch was just on and nobody mm-hmm. sprayed anything. And like them, them things are so stupid, and and people don't fuck with them so much. They they appear that they're for kids, but they'll sell them to an adult if you want to look stupid and ride this <laughs> really shit want. around them all. And if you wanted to just gut it and take the motor out, they'd let you take it. I'm sure. Absolutely, like that's the stupidest shit in the world. And then to me, it all that is like, wh- where would you put that? Like a step below or a step above the train in the middle of the mall that the kids ride on? Have you seen the train? Um, I haven't seen the train since I was on the train in the nineties at Northland Mall. That a train in the nineties? Like yeah, one that rode around the mall? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why do I think that was new technology? They might have an updated version of that, but like they definitely sure had they the don't. little train <laughs> they definitely had the little train car thing that they'll ride around and like you can't. The you fact can, that it like, smells like hot battery when they pass me tells me it can't be new. Yeah, definitely that. But like you get, I, I I couldn't imagine doing shit like that today because I felt like your parents used to do that so they could like go and spend money without having to consider you. But now mm-hmm. you have to like think about sex trafficking and people kidnapping kids. So like you can't put your kid on the train because you might be putting your kid on the last train to fucking Georgia, literally. <laughs> right. And then here, now here you are, if you're a nasty parent, now you got to squeeze yourself and make yourself three to four foot tall 
and squeeze into this wooden caboose and look like a fucking idiot, <laughs> like idiot. as you pass the Cinnabon just because you can't tell your kids no. Like, I have no problem telling my kids Man, what? Hard no. Absolutely, Absolutely not. <laughs> I wish you would ask me to ride a dirty lion in the mall. <laughs> like, do you want to ride a dirty lion or do you want to eat today? Period. Because that's, that's, all, that's all that's allocated to you. So, choose wisely. Yeah. For sure. Um, I, I got a lot of beefs. Uh, I'm going to try to run because we got a lot to talk about. Um, also, as you know, still going to the gym. I got a beef with this, too. I was on the bench press the other day. Mm-hmm. Try to get my little chest workout in. I try mm-hmm. to get my max up, get my reps in and all of that. And uh, right before I sat down at the bench press, like some random guy just offered me a stick of juicy fruit. And I'm not saying a stick of gum. Because it was juicy fruit specifically, like I saw the package. He kind of even like showed me that it was juicy fruit, and then offered me one. And it's not anybody I've ever spotted. It's not anybody I've ever like head nodded at on my way in or out of the gym. I've never seen this nigga before in my life. And he just offered me gum in the gym. What does that mean? Like, y'all forgive me for this gym talk, but I'm at like I am. I've been a big nigga all my life. I've ne- I have I have no gym etiquette. I don't know what any of this means. What does it mean when a random nigga offers you gum in the gym? And it so ain't like he was just walking around offering it to everybody. Well, and that's why did he offer me gum in the that's gym? That's what I was just about to ask. So you on the bench press? Where is he in proximity to you? So they're like head to head, back to back. So like if you're laying on your back doing the bench, your head is by his head on the okay. other side. Okay, okay. So okay. he was doing another bench. Okay. And I guess he was between sets when I was getting ready to sit down or lay uh-huh. down and uh-huh. he like offered me juicy fruit. Now and I didn't want to be offered that, bro. Wait, like I kind of even like tightened my eyebrows up. Like, nigga, don't never offer uh, me. Uh, that. Okay, I guess we can get past that part. Did you take the juicy fruit? No, bro. Okay, great, wrong? great, great. What's wrong with you and him? Like, no. No, I'm, no, I'm checking. Fuck? I'm checking for real. Yeah, that's purposes. what I'm saying. Like, we was gonna have a bro, problem. But like why the fuck? Like, I feel like like was him he taking offering that to me is even saying something, but I don't know was, what he's saying. Was he taking it out to get like did he get some himself before he offered you some? I didn't even keep looking at him long enough to know, bro. Like, so like I'm like, no, bro, I'm so intrigued by this. Like, so did <laughs> like did you see him beginning to pull the juicy fruit out, or you just looked up and a nigga had juicy fruit in your face? That's kind of how it went, bro. And I feel oh, like no. now if I now you know we talked about oh, this like no. a week or two ago. I got issues with looking people in the face, especially right, in the gym. Right, right. So had I kept looking at him and saw him pop one in his mouth after offering it to me, I probably wouldn't have brought it here on the show to talk to you about. But I didn't see any of the after effects. All I saw was me put a 45 plate on the door, on the bell, him like say something randomly to me. I had to take an earbud out and hear what the fuck he was saying. And he was like, You want to? gum and i was like nah bro and then i put my butt back in all the right the i think i think i think i think the uh i think the confusion is in whatever he said with the airpod in and we can't so which is another thing that i wanted to ask you about bro have you ever found yourself trying to like double tap to rewind some shit in real life like wait what the fuck just happened like, Hell yeah. i want to I, <laughs> I want you to take your airpod out and, and like double tap in the sky twice and be like what you say huh how many times like, do i push my earbud to get you to say that again yeah like what what did you say fam so like Maybe you know the 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 um the part that makes sense of all of this is in what he said to you when you could not hear him. But like, yeah, like bro, if I'm just putting the plate on the goddamn on the bar and I look up and you just got juicy fruit in my face, like I'm gonna be obviously confused, right? Like that, everybody in the gym got headphones I, on. Like, how could you think yeah, I heard you? I feel like that's a great recipe for a gym fight. Like, I feel like I gotta and, smack it out your hand, and like we gotta be awkward now. And this is the place where we come to tell the truth. So I'm here to tell the truth on record. Uh-huh. 
I feel like he only offered it to me because I was the only nigga in the gym. Like, I was the only nigga in there. And right. he wasn't a nigga, but I think that he was one of those, like, intrigued by niggas, nigga. So I think he was like, oh, it's a black dude in here. I want to be his friend. Like, I think he decided he wanted to be my friend. There was plenty of other niggas to offer gum to. I don't know, fam. Now now I'm weary all over again. Like, we might... I feel like you need to run into that nigga again and ask some questions, bro. Like, hey, hey what the fam, fuck you, was that about? Yeah, you fucked me up, bro. <laughs> why, you, why you offer me that gum? <laughs> I'm like, is that is that some sweet jail shit, nigga? Like, you got to go yeah. all the way in on him. <laughs> bro, the wild shit is the furthest thing from my mind is that maybe he thought my breath stink. Like, that's the furthest thing from my mind. I'm worried know. about everything else, bro. Like, like I'm just like, because juicy fruit, juicy fruit don't even fix that, so that can't be. It. I mean, it's like I get is gum a good thing to chew while you're trying to like bench press? Is it like oh, help you not like that. crunch oh, bro, your You teeth? should chew this to get your max up. Like you can push harder if you have juicy fruit in your gums. Is that it's, a thing? It's weird. It's it's weird. Can't can't figure it out. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Man. Shit, crazy, ain't it? Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Um, when the news came out, actually, I think Reams, <laughs> Reams strikes again. I think he said that to my Always. phone. I told him, bro, like you got to get a podcast yeah. show back, bro. Like Reem, we got to get, we got to get him off, out the dugout. Yeah, he works for us on the low. He's like a uh, <laughs> like on the low. He's like a spy. Him and Luis. Yeah, yeah he's like our like, private we gotta investigator. Get him, and Luis. Yeah. him and Luis need a show, bro. Like we got to figure them out. Like they are their talents is their talents are being wasted on our bullshit show. Absolutely. But he hit me up to let me know Kevin Samuels had died. <clears throat> My reaction was you're lying. Let me google it and see mm, what's going course. on. Of course. And it probably took me a good 12 or so hours to finally come to terms with the fact that like oh no, this is true and Y'all know us. For any of y'all listening to this show, I'm sure y'all ain't new here. Everybody that's here has been here for a while. Y'all know we not the RIP podcast. We do not come on here and RIP everybody that peed in the last seven days. <laughs> yeah. But this is an important pee, no? I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a um a talk worthy pee. Talk worthy. I, I think talk worthy is fair. Um, so the biggest thing for me in all of this, because people pass, right? Like, right. I, I feel like it's been enough time for me to digest it and not come on here yelling and screaming about the obvious things to yell and scream about. But the thing for me that's making this so difficult for me, because I think about it like every day, like, damn, bro, Kevin Samuels is really fucking gone. I think about it every day because me and my wife will watch his content mm-hmm. every day. Like, mm-hmm. we would go to sleep to it. Like, you know, when it's time to wind down in the bedroom, we throw him on, we get the little theme song going. Me and her, too. In this moment, I'm going to tell mm-hmm. what's on your mind. Like, bro, we, that's our shit. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Samuels will bring up some good points, and me and my wife will pause it and have dialogue. And, like, Kevin Samuels has been dope for us ever since you brought him up on the show a good while ago. My wife, watched, like, she brought introduced him to the house. It wasn't even me on some misogyny shit. Like, you need to be watching this to be a better <laughs> woman. Like, she started watching Kev. And I'm like, damn, you on this too? And that's how we got on it. So, like, we would watch Kev every day. And it's like, for me, it's, it's difficult to come to terms with the fact that that kind of content is gone now. Like, trust me, and a lot of niggas on YouTube try. There's no other Kevin Samuels out there. I know it's going to be a lot of niggas that's going to try to jump into that pocket and try to fill that void, but it was a reason why Kevin Samuels was so polarizing because he was really good at what he did. Mm -hmm. He was very good at articulating his point of view, which happened to be a lot of different men's point of view. And I don't think any old clown nigga can just sit in that chair, bro. I just don't. 
I really nah. think that that's a big loss. Yeah, no, nah, I hope niggas ain't trying to like run to that chair because I get like I'm not even. Oh, they are. I mean, I'm not even looking for that. Like I said, I know my wife, you know, enjoyed watching some of them videos. I didn't like overindulge. I felt like I was kind of early on it, so I I saw what I needed to see, and I kind of knew how it was always gonna go. Like not even on no like ah, he ain't never gonna progress past this type shit. But like I seen the moves that he was making and the people he was talking to and like all of that shit. But that shit that just wasn't something that was like on my um constant media rotation. But I understood it. Okay. Man, I no, I, I felt like it was uh, I felt like it was the peas on the plate. You know what I'm saying? Like now, you ain't nobody's running to butter peas, but like mm-hmm. they're necessary to complete the meal. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I really liked Kevin Samuels the way he articulated himself. Like I said, in his point of view. Now, does that mean I agree with everything he said all the time? No, right. right. But I felt like he said more things of value than not of value, which was why I found his content so fun to to consume. Cause it's like, you don't have to agree with everything, but he's good at at least explaining himself. Cause a lot of niggas yeah. talk a lot of shit, but, but they can't explain themselves. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta factor in the fact that you, you know, you assume that you're speaking to outliers. And by that, I mean, you assume that you're speaking to people who are like yourself, who will actually listen. Most people mm-hmm. are not listening. And even in the world that we live in today, the way that they are consuming Media, particularly like that, and even like the, the shit that comes from podcasts, like it, it's very rare on a mass scale. Like you say, you got the Joe Buzz, you have people who have large podcast followings, but for the most part, podcasts are shared in clips. You know what I'm saying? So people are only getting a glimpse of of a show, and they are basing their opinion about it off of clips. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You can't listen to any two or three segment of any amount of these podcasts to understand what the fuck we be talking about. Fam, you know what I'm if saying? It, if anybody took 30 seconds of one of our shows, oh, oh my God. Bro, I, I, I listen to shit all the time. And it's so crazy in my head now. But like, I listen to us and I listen to other shit all the time now. And I'd be like, boy, if somebody stopped the audio right there, it looks terrible. <laughs> like, if you, don't, if, you don't get the, if you don't get the parts that come immediately following or the shit that comes before that, it could sound terrible. But Or even co- prior episodes. You yeah, know what I'm saying? We, A lot of times we reference shit or we just assume our audience remembers the prior episode. Absolutely. Some niggas just might not. Absolutely. And that and that's another thing too, for sure. You you kinda you kinda give people that you give the you just give people credit that you've been here and you've been following along on this journey. And, and and it's hard, it's hard to to um it will be hard to do this show acting like everybody who listened to this show was a first time listener. You know what I'm saying? Like that that would be a circus or that would be a parade for us to try and put on every single time. And not for nothing, like this is something I was talking talking to my wife about, like me and you you know, have have gotten better at this thing over 137 episodes. And like, we, we always Thank had good conversation. Yeah, we always had good conversation. And like, we recognize something or you recognize something in the conversation that, you know, we could have brought, you know, to this platform and put it out to the world, which is which is great. You know what I'm saying? But like, there are other people in your life who you had conversations with who you just don't deem to be entertaining enough to be <laughs> on the podcast. And and For with sure. that, I say to the to and not to even throw Kev no bail because, like you say, I didn't agree with everything that he that he said. I didn't agree how he said everything that he said. But what boring motherfuckers do you watch? You know what I'm saying? How many of your friends that are boring would you want to put? That you want to watch in front of people that you would want to watch that. Like I, I think they underestimate the value of entertainment because of the world that we live in today, and that some people are actually putting effort into entertaining you. So like him just getting up there and saying what he's saying in a mild manner is cute. 
You know what I'm saying? It's, it's appeasing. But what y'all don't want to hear is the truth harshly and that y'all can't control it. So that's what created the show. If if y'all are listening, what he's saying ain't always terrible. But because you no. can't get past the entertaining value of the show, you're not you don't you're not even opening your ears. So like I can't I can't entertain you're not the nut past the pistachio show. Yeah, I can't <laughs> I can't entertain the people who are who are not like I don't even want to say fully invested, but the fuck it, not doing your due diligence enough to understand what somebody's trying to do. Or uh, again. I think people are blinded because we got these phones in our hands. We're able to see so much just in our hands that it's all reality. All of it's not reality, fam. Some of this shit is made up as fuck. Like shit, bro. Some of the shit that we joke about on here be exaggerated for the content. You know what I'm saying? Like absolutely. We so, we so used to doing it now because we so deep in this podcast. And yeah. Shit now. Like I have real conversations outside the podcast with family members or my wife or just listeners on something I said on the show, and I'll be having to ask them like, "What I said." Yeah. Absolutely. Oh no, I just was like, I was going with like, the conversation. I'm not that passionate about it. But like not and not even just to paint this picture about the whole like sometimes the shit is entertaining. Like there it, there might be some real shit, but there's also an entertainment value in it. I.e. the example that I'm about to use, Usher at the fucking skating rink. If you don't think all the exits are manned, locked, and sealed, and, and right. motherfuckers is getting you know what you I'm think saying? He's just like, naturally at the you rink. just think he at fucking cascades skating around and shit is just sweet. No, he in there iced up all types of shit. Like, but but because you can't see that, you don't understand the reality of what you're looking at. Like Usher, Usher can't go in there and have a good time without the rest of the real shit happening behind him. And it's like you get caught up in just believing what you see, and like it, it, it's fucking terrible. So even like I, because I, I give I give credit to the people for even have done their due diligence, but to the to the people, I'll just say people because I don't even want to put this on women, but to the people who are celebrating the death of Kevin Samuels, fam, y'all gotta go straight. You to notice how they want to start with that. Yeah, yeah, I noticed you did. When it got, happened, yeah, I wanted to start to with there. that, but after that few days of cooling off, I'm like, and we, yeah, we, we, we have like, to get there. And luckily for me, I, I don't follow many people who shared that sentiment. Like that was, that was just something. Unfortunately, that when you tried to like Google this incident, you ran across. That's what those I hate. Things, was bro. that's what was coming? Yeah. That's what made me mad because I do feel like you. I feel like that was a small percentage of people that was actually making jokes about that man's death or find, finding something to celebrate. I do feel like that was a small percentage of people. But the fact that when you put his name in in the first half of day that he yeah. that that news had come out, that's what Google was giving me or headlines that would say uh, misogynistic YouTuber yeah. Kevin yeah. Sam. Like, fam, what the fuck is... Like, yeah. what are and we... like, I, I, I was disappointed in the people. Again, I'm just going to say people because I don't want to pinpoint anybody. But I was disappointed in the people who titled him as the uh degrader of black women or like that was the only thing that he stood on it was like a, why people don't know and it's like you said it's the clips right it's the clippers. consuming it's the clippers. a full full amount of his content people that just consume clips off a of world star will never understand that kevin samuels loves you black bitches he just <laughs> said it i'm oh, sorry see if y'all take that clip out y'all wouldn't it you would be get wild. It. But yeah. Kevin Samuels loves black family, loves black yeah. women, loves black progress. And he just was the uncle that told you like it was. He won't, he wasn't going to tell you that your FUBU jeans look good if they don't. Yeah. He's like, going to tell you, go change your fucking clothes. You look like a and clown. I, and I guess what was disappointing for me from the from the one person that I did happen to see something from that usually I feel like has like great conversation in the level head was um it just seems like 
they took one one particular line and like ran with it and like are you fucking kidding me one thing that one person said you are identifying them as that as a whole that, that don't work like is that. who they are yeah, yeah that 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 doesn't work that way so like i get to to see that was, was pretty like it was you already know me it was thought-provoking enough of course you can't see it but i st- again i just want to I feel like you can get your Facebook back, all right? It's you. It got you are married to Donovan. Donovan is married to you. Y'all are tagged back in the shit. Oh, but I'm, I'm, not, yeah, I'm not going to get down that wormhole, but like, damn, what the fuck was I about to Oh, it, 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 it made me give a random thought of the day, fam. And my shit just simply said, good luck when y'all die. Because if y'all mm. can have this much uproar about, you know, somebody that you genuinely don't know and to, even, and to even go back to the whole, like, this man was entertaining y'all. Y'all know zero about him. Like, even y'all don't even know if he believes the shit that he's saying to these women. <laughs> For real. He yeah. might be like, nah, I love me, old lazy, old uneducated ghetto ass bitch. Like, I With love that tits. shit. Yeah, yeah what? Yeah, Come on, bring that tits. shit on. But like, because he I, did move in a lot of them circles. Like, a lot of them Instagram chicks and shit. That's what like I'm that, saying. So, like, they didn't just know of Kevin Samuels. A lot of them chicks, if you really paid attention to how he moved, they knew him personally and would ring his line when he was yeah. in town. Like, Kevin was moving in some of them circles. So, it's a good chance that, like, a, a lot nigga. of them chicks that he was talking about that a lot of chicks was reaching for stars trying to be like, he was basically letting hey. them know, like, I know the real bitches. Y'all ain't them. Bro potentially could have been the Martin Luther King of his movement, okay? He like, hey, look, I know this ain't going to change for me, but for my I'm people. I'm looking for y'all. <laughs> but for my people. I'm trying to help y'all average I wanna, I wanna, Yeah, I want to put the word out there that this is what y'all need to be doing, but what's going on in real life, I can understand. I'm, I'm attached to what's going on right now. Yeah, that, the he, internet and he, is a li- crazy and he lived place. it out. And he lived it out. So, but like, yeah, bro, the hardest, when y'all die, bro. Like, sure. Yeah, the, the hardest thing for me in the in the news was like hearing that his mom had to find out through the internet that he passed. That's that was some the of the bro. That is some of the worst shit ever. And like, I I know a lot of platforms and people have flirted with that idea of that being a thing. But like, to know that this actually had like that is absolutely fucking terrible. Like, I would never want to. And again, it makes me. <laughs> I just, you know, I rejoice almost every day, every other day, at least weekly for sure, that I have what I call taking my power back from social media, fam. Like, I yeah. don't I don't have to be there if I don't want to be there. And, like, it, it's even, like, even when I do go there, it's so easy to just put it down now and be like, man, what the fuck like, is y'all scrolling? If you didn't yeah. make it to the end of the time, no. but you're like, I'll see what y'all doing today. I'm like, like, yeah, what the fuck is y'all talking about? And then, like... Not, not even the I. So let me say this because I want to be proper. Like, but like, what the fuck is Instagram for, bro? Like, Instagram. I love Instagram. I <laughs> love had Instagram. It so long for we the forgot stories. to even question it. Yeah, like, it's I love- been there so long we just accept it. But it's like we can look at pictures on Google. Like, I can Google any of these photos. I mean, like, I, I you know, the 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 following, all that shit is weird. The following aspects and shit. Like, I, I don't. But like. I like it for the story aspect of it all. Like, but just pictures on the timeline is kind of wild. Can I say something racy real quick in, in memory of Kevin Samuels? <laughs> of course. Just real quick, and we're going to leave this alone. I'm not even going to deep dive. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to leave it there. I'm on to every one of you Instagram bitches putting y'all's finger underneath y'all's ass to make it look like it has shape. I'm sick of the move. You all do it, and none of us are fooled. Stop putting your finger under your ass cheeks to make us think you have an ass. It doesn't work. I'm sick of seeing it. You bitches is gross. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. You know what is cool about the internet? Drake finds a way to win every fucking year. I was going to ask if you wanted to talk about fighting in your weight class. 
I wanted to ask you if you wanted to talk about Let's go. your weight class. Or- <laughs> now, I, it's hard for me to say if I'm a proprietor of always fighting in your weight class. But if we're just going to look at this example in a, in a vacuum, I'm 100% with it, bro. For give those of y'all that me. don't know what me and Wes was talking about, let's give them the quick synopsis. Give it to me. There, so, <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> there was an internet troll in Drake's Instagram comments. Drake posted a picture of him and his son. Somebody must have been feeling themselves that day. But you know what is funny? I'm painting it like this, but you know, people put shit on the internet every day and you never think it's going to be you. You just think you're going to post a comment. You're going to get five random niggas to like it and you're going to feel we, good for the day. Can but I, Matumbo can I, finger? We, no, no, no. Can we pause right there though? Because that was a Absolutely. great point that you just made and I want to speak on it before. He we didn't think he was going to be the one. It does not fucking matter if you're a real nigga. And we always talk about that on Ain't here. And we always say how many times we type That's, comments and then we delete, 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 Pat, delete, that, delete, 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 and say, and, fuck it, who cares? This is why I don't feel bad for bro, because you I thought, do it every day. You thought you was going to be just like these bitch ass, even if that's not your steal and you never do it, which I don't believe. But you got caught up being a bitch ass nigga that day, and you got and you, caught, nigga. He won the he won the worst lottery out there. Play stupid that is games, the worst lottery. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes, stupid prizes. So like he got in Drake's comments, a picture of him and his son, and I love the fact that it was a picture of him and his son because Drake's basically saying, "Don't play with my son. Like, don't play with anything involving my son." He got in the comments and said, "Drake's son probably plays with a Ghost Rider." Not even that funny of a joke. Not even bit of like, a stretch. That's what it's you, a bit you, of a stretch. That's what you wanted. Like if Drake is potentially gonna see something, you said that's what you. It would have even been me? funny if, if if he would have just said Drake's son probably plays with ghosts. Ghost writers is what makes it not funny. But anyway, he wanted it. Drake got him what he asked for. He must have caught Drake just boarding a plane with his phone <laughs> in his hand. Bored. The boy is one of the Bam. best. I said that is I said that nigga is the definition of I got time today. Like you want to know what? He had time, bro. I, I love when Drake do. has time. Drake saw fit to not respond to this nigga in the comments. But he looked into bro's Instagram profile, saw he was married, found his wife's Instagram account, added her on her friends list. Imagine being this nigga's wife, not knowing anything is going on. You're at work at the fucking oil bar on your break, eating Panda Express double chicken with white rice. And you see Champagne Poppy wants to be your friend. You got to think it's spam, right? And not Champagne Poppy. It's actually Champagne Poppy. It's Champagne Poppy with a blue check. <laughs> and I, I imagine his wife's heart starts fluttering and she opens her Instagram by the time she got in her phone, he had sent her. <laughs> and I wrote this down because it was so great. He wrote to the he wrote to his girl, I'm here for you, mom. I'm here for but you. But then mom. he wrote to the nigga, get get this, y'all. He wrote to the nigga, I just followed your girl because she's probably miserable and, and needs, needs some, some excitement, excitement in, her life. in her life. Fam, I'll never forget <laughs> that shit, bro. That that's that might go on a fucking tattoo, how legendary that is. What the, makes it so looked- great is you you can't tell me for a second. That when his wife saw that DM from Drake, she didn't get excited. You want to? And it don't even got to be in a sexual way. You that wanna, made her heart jump for sure. You want to know why I really like it? Because it's timely with the fucking yes. future record that just came out. That nigga said, "Say she want to see the world and she tired of sitting still. I'm gonna take ass to Paris. Fuck on that. Like he just told you niggas how this play goes. Like 
and I had me and my wife had to sit down and have this conversation before anything else had even like the shit had just happened right out the gate. And I said, babe, this is a classic example of you got to fight in your way class. I said, because what I said, what, what hubby don't recognize is that Drake can ruin your relationship by never leaving his living room. He can Imagine, literally make shit bad for you. He could like he but like he could do it by not leaving his living room, but imagine if he really had time that day that he wanted to blow down on your block. I mean like police escorts that he ain't even got to pay them. They just want to do it for free cuz they get to see Drake and take pictures. Do you know how easy it would be for Drake to fly your girl out Southwest Airlines, not even on a private jet. He could put your girl on a Southwest Airline to his crib, him not even be there, not even touch her, send her back home, and Ruined. make you crazy for Bam. the rest of your life. Ruined. I said Drake could send 1,000 bouquets of roses and walk up behind him just with a <laughs> just with a bracelet and be like, hey, I just wanted to give you this. And just walk away. Like, don't say don't nothing else. Away. No pictures. And no she'll dabs, think no about it for the rest of her life. For the rest of her life, bro. So I don't know if you saw this piece. Now, I do want to read this online. I don't know if you saw this or not. But supposedly, this is the wife with a Reddit post. And even if this is mm. not her, I think somebody did good enough with like good pretending to, to be her. her. Yeah, so let me read this. It says, some backstory. Me and my husband have been married for some years. We have two beautiful daughters, of which the two of us are extremely proud of. So far, we have had a great relationship without tension or any real drama until yesterday. (laughs) I love her attitude. Right, 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 right. It says, I am a huge Drake fan. My husband is not. I play him in the car all the time. (laughs) He allows it for the most part. Sometimes I catch him singing along and make fun of him for it. It hasn't ever really been a source of tension in our lives, just personal preference. However, my husband is a hip hop head, knows all of the classics, old school, you name it. For that reason, he honors the craft of writing a rap song. During Drake's numerous beefs over the whole ghostwriting thing, he'd often berate me for still listening to him. T, turn that copy paste shit off, which I think is funny if he was actually calling him a copy paste. Like, this is what makes me think a nigga was really mad and you can't make this shit up, right? For sure. So he says, so turn that copy paste shit off was a common phase out here. Recently, though, he's been all right with what I listened to until now. So yesterday, my husband decided to troll Drake in his comments. Essentially, he alluded to Drake's numerous stunts with ghostwriters and made a comment about Drake's son. Drake then proceeds to look at my husband's Instagram proceeds. and follow me. To get back at it. <laughs> That's right? great. So like, hold on, just a little bit more. Please, a little bit more. Please, says, please. At first, we laughed about it. I'll have to admit, I was pretty excited that Drake was following me, regardless <laughs> of whether it was a stunt to get back at my husband or not. That's when the situation comes in. My husband asked me to delete his follow. It's not a big deal, T. We had our laugh. But that's one thing. I don't want to delete his follow. No, she says, I think it's really cool that Drake is following me. We even had a little, <laughs> she said, we even had a little chat over DM. Nothing like that. But after I refused, he started acting weirdly jealous, looking over my shoulder, taking glances uh-huh. when he thinks I didn't notice. So I asked him what his deal was. and He exploded at me. Why couldn't you do this one thing? Am I not good enough for you, etc.? He's fuming now in another room. Our relationship is strained because I didn't delete the follow and move on with my life. Fam, imagine being a regular nigga in regular life and already wondering who your girl is texting when she's on her phone and the phone is like a little bit under the table when she's texting. Imagine being a regular nigga and having that regular problem. Bro. And then imagine being this nigga and wondering if it's Drake Every time your regular girl, 
your regular average girl, every time she's texting, you think it's the number one hip hop artist in the world? Bro, imagine, imagine, imagine this bitch is trying to plan you a surprise 40th birthday party around all this time, fam. You're going through it by how sneaky she's being around the house, dog. <laughs> you can't fucking control it. Fam, imagine but, your girl ordering lingerie on Amazon and you see it and seeing it on y'all's prime yeah, list yeah. and you not knowing it's for you. <laughs> Yeah, you don't know if it's for you or not. You don't know what the fuck is going on. But I, I halfway believe that this Reddit entry is her. Um, mm-hmm. Because, shout out to TMZ, they always get the good shit. They, of course, they found these TMZ. people, tracked them down, and had um, you know a small interview with them. And, and baby girl just don't look like she's really... like I, She tried to play the part, but I, I we all see through that, sister girl. And like, bro just gets the bitch-ass nigga of the year award, fam, because... He got he, caught. He, he got well, caught. One, one, he got caught. He... He felt like he did not cross the line by bringing Drake's son into it, but that Drake crossed the line by bringing his wife into it. And it's like, again, fam, not fighting true. your weight class. You don't, not you don't, get, you don't get to uh, say how niggas get to fight back. Yeah, you know I mean, like exactly. You, you thought, oh, you just thought it was jokes, my nigga. Let me show you. I'm, I'm funny. I'm funny as hell. You like, know, you what I'm swung saying? on him. But, he just happened to stab you. <laughs> like, yeah, but then the the nigga also made it a note to mention that he was a Meek Mill fan, and when Meek brought up the Ghost Rider shit, he's like, I'm a Meek fan, so I believe what Meek said. But then at the end of the interview, tried to say he was a Drake fan, and I'm like, bro, you just a hater. Like you got caught. <laughs> you just and a hater. Best of luck to you, my guy. Like I hope this works out in your favor, but like. You can't step up in weight class and think you're going to win like that, Canelo. That, bro, that's a tough deal. Because weren't we just talking about, like, sending your girl away last week? Yes. To spend a weekend yeah, with bro. fucking celebrity crush. Art imitates life, fam, all we the time. We keep doing this. We Every keep single doing time. This. Uh, I would say prayers up to him, but I don't give a fuck what his results are. Because, like you said, you play stupid games, you win super, mm-hmm. super prizes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes your biggest mistake is your biggest life lesson. Like, sometimes Absolutely. you need to bump your head to realize, like, oh... There are people attached to these uh, to these accounts, and I probably should watch what I say on this motherfucking internet. <laughs> Speaking of the internet and number one rap artists of the world, uh, Kendrick Lamar drops his new studio debut album this coming Friday. Barring any kind of confusion, pushbacks, or weird shit that tends to happen in hip hop, uh, the album would be called Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Uh, from what I've seen and hints over the internet that it might be a double disc. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kendrick Lamar has been on a hiatus for some years now since the, uh, what was it, Pulitzer Prize awarded Damn mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. So he's coming love. off very high success. Love oh, that you album. Love Damn? Love Damn. Love Damn. Uh, I like Damn. I love To Pimple Butterfly. I'm a big Kendrick fan. We're going to talk about this. Uh, but we're coming kind of semi-fresh off of him dropping the Heart Part 5, which is a video freestyle series. Would you call that a freestyle? A Lucy series uh, that he tends to put out around album drop time. I got to be honest with y'all. I forgot that this thing existed until it came up. I was like, Heart Part 5. And then I had to like Google 1 through 4, and I was like, oh, this was a thing. And for me personally, as a Kendrick fan, uh, if you're asking me out of the top three, Drake, Kendrick, Cole, where I'll place Kendrick, I have him as number two in those three. So that will probably put him at least in the top five of current rappers. I highly regard Kendrick's ability, but this heart series don't really do nothing for me. Like I don't need to hear Kendrick ramble over some random beat to know he's dropping again. Like I just don't need it. <laughs> I love his full length projects. I even like his singles. But Kendrick is an album artist. I don't need Lucy's from Kendrick, especially Lucy's like this. Um, 
so I played it. I sent it to Wes's phone. I thought it was okay, but how do you feel about it, Wes? How do you feel about Kendrick? How do you feel about the heart part five? Are you excited about the new album coming this Friday? Tell me where you are with Kendrick. I want I want to know if you've noticed I've been over here doing the cat while you was talking. I was, <laughs> I was trying my real quiet. To yeah, in. I was waiting waiting my turn. Um, but before I answer, I want to go ahead. Uh, as I already told you, Trav is on my head top, so I want to go ahead and shout out Trav right here. Shout out Trav um, if he's man. here listening to this. And what we talking about podcast? Absolutely. If shout out podcast shout out to, to listen to. Absolutely. Shout out to Dez, Reese, Blaze, all of that shit. I, I, I'm, I'm behind. I, I, I try not to listen to y'all on my pod day, so I'm, I promise I'm going to listen to this. Yeah, because we don't want y'all influencing us. Get yeah, hell no. Nah, and I don't even want y'all thinking that. Fuck y'all. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm going to tag you in this too, nigga. You asked for it, so here it is. Um, So first, I'm going to answer uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Morale, Mr. Morale and the, and the Big Step. And the Big Step. Weird steppers. title. Very weird title, but... After hearing, and I was excited before, I won't say that, but like after hearing it might be a double disc. All right, cool. Let's let's see what we're gonna do with this, Kendrick. Like, are, like are you gonna give me are you gonna give me to pimp a butterfly and damn? Oh shit. Like I might, kinda, <laughs> I might be kind of excited for this. Um, but yeah, you sent me the link. Um, I was in the drive-thru at Kane's. Um, actually, when you sent me that link, so after I pulled out from the drive, shout out to Keynes's bread. <laughs> for, yeah, for sure. After I, um, you know, after I pulled out of the, um, you know, drive through, I tap tapped the link in my phone, and and it, and it pulled up. And uh, before I got to what I'll call the last verse, um, <laughs> I, I was confused. I was confused as to you know what was going on, um, uh-huh. and I, I I turned it off. I'm not gonna lie, I turned it off. I was in the car. I was like, maybe. Um, and then, like, I wasn't even paying no attention when you sent me that it was actually the video. So it wasn't until, like, maybe halfway through the first verse that I actually picked up the phone and seen, like, oh, shit, this nigga actually, like, took the crackhead role from power to the hundredth power. And he, uh-huh. like, is living this shit in real life. All right, cool, Kendrick. Like, it's... And it, I... Kendrick has some of the Kendrick has like features of like some of my family members. So when I see Kendrick, I'm kind of excited to see Kendrick because it reminds me of some of my family, if that makes sense. Like, not okay, I like that. Um, so like, and it's and it's cool to see Kendrick back outside. Like, you already know that's been one of my arguments. Like, where does nigga be at? Like, what are you doing, bro? So like, to see you put a video out, yeah, like to put your video out. All right, cool, bro. But again, like, I turned it off. You know what I'm saying? I was like, maybe you know this isn't the setting for me to you know take this in so I, I went home i ate my canes and uh i turned it on again um and i was like <laughs> that's when i actually made it to the third part of this and that's when i had to call you um to let you know that this this just was not my cup of tea um and, okay. and again i know this is just like the precursor before the album comes out so i'm not gonna judge any of the album based off of this heart part five shit right um but just like you called it he's rambling all all over this track i heard you know after i've because i've listened to this and i've done my due diligence i listened to this in five different settings fam like i said i listened to it in the car i listened to you it after tried i listened to tried. it after i worked out i listened to it after i smoked i listened to it while and i tried. worked there was just <laughs> that worked for me with this goddamn song. But then after I finally made it through the end, and like I say, like I got to you, um, I I never knew that I didn't need Kendrick Lamar to be OJ, Jesse Smollett, Kobe Bryant, Kanye, or Nipsey Hussle. And Nipsey Hussle is probably the most important one that I never knew that I needed him to be. Like that video gave me like great appreciation for God and his creation, right? Because there was no way you could have put Nipsey Hussle's face on a 5'6 nigga. Like, Nipsey Hussle had to be 6'3", six, 6'4", six, because... <laughs> right, he to make weird. his face make sense. Yeah, he looks weird as Kendrick's <laughs> size, bro. So, like... I agree. All of them. OJ looked weird. Kanye looked weird. Like, I... I 
it I I understand y'all. Like I I, I do wholeheartedly understand. I like, got the art. I got the I I got I got what he was presenting to me as art. I don't even want to say I got the art. I got what he was presenting because even I tried to like go back and be like, well, what like I I got the whole speech at the front. I am all of us. But then, like, matter of fact, I'm glad I just said something about the front, bro. Why did he start the video looking like an irritated, light-skinned bad bitch? Why like, he look like he's about to cry from a break? Fam, I don't looked, understand that. He I'm sure so, there's some deep meaning. He looks so irritated that the Patron was out at the bar and they had to stand by the bathroom. Like, I didn't <laughs> understand what was going on with him. So, like, and again, he I get... Look, he looked at the beginning of the video like he put on the wrong underwear and he just realized <laughs> whose underwear they were. He's not my underwear flat out. And like, uh, cool. Like I say, there were, there were things there were uh, of my five or six listens at this point, I definitely caught more things than I caught, you know, the first two times, first three times. Like, but overall, meh, baby bath water, you know what I'm saying? Like, and again, I'm not going to judge this off of, you know what what I expect to for for the album to you know contain or I'm gonna go listen to the album not thinking that it's gonna be this because that's another thing like you say he's rambling all over the beat but like how do I how do I want to put this how long is and this is bad to say but like <laughs> I'm gonna long, say something worse how long do we have to get the in the struggle raps from Kendrick mm, uh, hmm. I'm here for him but I get it I get it and like I'm here for them too, but like you've been gone for five years. We got the Baby Keem record, and then now we got this whole whatever this is. You know what I'm saying? Like we got we got this whole whatever it is, and like I still again like I'm I'm hoping that the album delivers what I don't even want to say my expectations because I'm going into it with no expectations. I'm just going into it to listen to it. But like this this didn't like this didn't give me ooh the candy man's outside everybody better watch the fuck out like this gave me th- this is this is what you did like this is what you came outside to do and like uh, and I'm I and I stand wholeheartedly in this especially like I say him him being Nipsey Hussle I thumbs down for me fam like I'm that. not I'm, I don't need him game I don't need anybody to be Yeah Nipsey. like and and like I I give Kendrick the credit for you know passing this through the appropriate channels I'm sure Big Sam heard this you know I'm sure it went through all of those people and I'm sure they approved all of this to go down Of course I don't need you I don't need you to give me Nipsey's perspective bro like I don't and 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 if, if and for anybody who wants to tell me that's the dope part about the song Kendrick being Nipsey is the dopest part of the song to you I challenge anybody that has that take to reevaluate themselves and say, are you sure you don't just miss Kendrick? Because that's fine. I miss right. Kendrick too. Right. I feel like a lot of people that are saying that this is fire, just miss Kendrick. And that is fine. Yeah. You don't got to even hate it. It's fine to just be like, that's fine. Can't wait till Friday. Because that's where yeah. I'm at with it. Like, and that's, that's fine. Can't wait till Friday. And, that, and that's where I'm at with it too. And one of the things that I wrote down is I'm just not, I'm just not being tricked by this. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not going to allow the masses to make me think that this is the dopest thing that's come out this year. Suck my dick. It's not like, and, and you want to know what? Let me add this to it. Since it came out damn near at the same fucking time, Kanye's life at a party video, T rash garbage, garbage. And I feel like this long to drop a bad video. Is Andre in the video? I haven't seen it. I know it's a whole bunch of, uh, pictures of Kanye that he's made the lips move. Oh, on. I did see a clip. Yeah, you yes. seen it. Yeah, that's how much you hated it. You forgot that you saw I it. Watched and it like, out of my mind. While I'm on my music rant, let me just get it out because we had this talk as well. And I'm sorry, I'll let you get. You know, you can touch it all if you need to. Pause sure. if necessary. But like, I'll touch everything. It's fine. <laughs> nice. I 
champion Jack Harlow here on this podcast. And uh, did we say this on air last week that I was supposed to like notify you? This was off air. Fuck it. I'll bring it to the light. I don't care. I champion in my real, and I still do to this day. I champion Jack Harlow. I think um, what I was telling my wife, I, the fact that I can hear the effort that Jack Harlow puts into his raps make me appreciate him. And I know that he mm-hmm. will only get better, even though he's really, really good now. Um, I am disappointed in the album. Very, it's a good album. Let me say that first. Let me, it is let me, good. It's a it's it a good, good album. It is a good album. But I'm not gonna lie. Everything that he gave me gave me expectation from this album. Um, and I and I didn't from from the time come home the kids miss you. I thought we were getting a more conceptual album, and I didn't get. Yeah, a, I didn't, I didn't get a story. What is there's that? No, there's What's no that? story. There's no, it's just fun music. You cannot have a yeah. title like that. And give yeah. us fun music. Because fun music is fine. And I'm even, saying what you're saying. I thought the music, I thought the whole album as a whole is good, it's was good. good. It's good. But there's no substance. It's fast food music. Like, <laughs> this is fine to put on and at like, the party in the background on low. This doesn't make me think anything no, or no, no, feel no, no, no. And, anything. And like, and, 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 I, and I might go too deep into this too, but like, again, I'm still going to champion Jack Harlow. Good album, but like... Like I say, from the title, Come Home, the Kids Miss You, you didn't give me what I needed. You had Topanga, my nigga. And like, I really thought you were going to deliver for me with Topanga in the goddamn album promo video. And like, you just, you did not hit the nail on the head like I think you think you did. And this is me talking from like, I, again, I champion Jack Hall. I would have this conversation with him in real life. Um, and even like, you already know, my spirit animal. I didn't even run right there, fam. That's how much I fuck with Jack Harlow. I didn't run right to church. He's like, nah. Nope. Let me let me soak the whole shit in, and even Churchill Downs. Little, little light. Even though Jack Harlow's best verse, I will I will say he respected crazy. He respected what was being done right there, and he did what he needed to do. Um, But you got an old Drake verse. I'm sorry. You know, I I I know the story going around is that Drake did the verse in front of him. I don't believe it. Um, You can actually hear the punch in on the end of that thing. But I'm a little, you know, maybe I'm listening different. and and it's just like and not even like decide but it's it's older verse you can you can like this this is one of those this is a drake song that he gave to jack harlow that's what it sounded like can i make it's drake vibes all over it can i make possible unfair assumptions about you and your character yeah okay i'm wanted permission before i go ahead and do it uh (laughs) i'm gonna need permission on something else to it in a second I feel like being new to jack harlow and this is the first project full length that i've listened to of his and knowing you, this album gave me diet Mac Miller vibes. Because Mac Miller made fun music, but it had substance to it. And I think the substance that Mac Miller used to offer is what you were longing for and what you winded up missing in this project. Because the flow is no, there. Ab- absolutely. The cadence is that, there. The tones are there. And that's, but what Mac Miller used to give us yes. with actual character... And that's, missing from this problem. And that and that was a part of my, you know, my my points that I wrote down about. I did I don't know what what Jack, what did you tell me on this album? You didn't tell me anything. And then like not me for you nothing, like you you want to know what I thought I was getting more of off of this album, which I think if you would have gave me more of those, it would have been crack. Nail tech is probably one of his Nail Tech top is fire. Three fucking songs, dog. I like the Nail flow, Tech. What he's given us on Nail Tech is Chef's Kiss top tier Jack Harlow. I love it. And the fact that I didn't get that all over this album is like okay. And 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 I think <laughs> I think because of the success of you know glamorous and you know nail tech, I I 
I think they shot the gun a little bit too quick on this one, particularly to try and get it out around this whole Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Like, I get the rollout. I get it all. I like they had good all. songs and was I ready do. to push it out when it went all the way. I do. And and, and and let me say this as well. Poison, one of the best songs on the album. I think the best song on the album, the one featuring Lil Wayne. I think it's the best song. And and But that, that's what pissed me off, too. I'm glad I just said that so I can remember again. Pissed me off because Jack Harlow sings the hook on Poison. I think it sounds great. And then you get one or two songs later and Justin Timberlake on the hook doesn't sound like Justin Timberlake at all. Like, I had to go what back and be doing? like, wait, this is Justin Timberlake? And then after that... I hate the Pharrell song too. Like I just feel like, like that, a lot of this got pressed a, a little bit too soon. But like Jack, got pushed out the door. Yeah, this 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 will do for Jack Harlow what it's supposed to do for Jack Harlow. Um, and again, I'm still a fan. Going back to the heart part five real quick, so we can yes, wrap sir. the music. No, I want you we to. might be going old school with this episode and going past mm-hmm. the hour and twenty bit. minute because I got a few things I want to still talk to you about. Um, question before I make my comment. And this is where I need you to be podcast security for me, as I sometimes ask you to do to watch my mouth for me, pause mm-hmm. if necessary. <laughs> First, I'll start by asking, has Kobe Bryant been dead long enough yet to say things that might be a little borderline, or do I still got to wait before I say anything? When What year was that, 2020? I feel like it was 2020. I feel like COVID was still a fresh thing. I don't know. You still, you still got to walk a fine I know line, niggas still yeah. love Kobe. They're yeah, kind of pushing him above LeBron and, on the and all-time par- and list because I'm gonna, Even though he's not better than LeBron, I'm gonna assume Where Travis. I'm gonna assume Trav is still here. So let's let's walk a tightrope. Trav, Trav, fifteen second four, fifteen second four, fifteen <laughs> second four. Hit it like three times. Um, another issue I got with the heart video is when he was rapping the Kobe Bryant part. Seeing Kobe Bryant deliver hardcore rap lyrics <laughs> was troubling for me because I love Kobe the man, respect Kobe the basketball player. I but Kobe Bryant, the rapper, is a fuck was a fucking cornball. We know this. This is not news. Y'all don't look at me crazy because I called a dead man a cornball. Kobe knew that was corny. I never want to see Kobe rap. We saw it already. It's corny. I never want to see Kobe Bryant deliver rap lyrics from the grave or elsewhere. I think. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I think Petty Me has arisen from the dead, and I just figured out why I really hate him changing all the faces in the video because they still have Kendrick Lamar mouth. No, they don't have Will and Smith. Hair. And that's another thing. You were Will Smith. <laughs> oh no, 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 Kendrick. No, sir. Uh-uh. I won't tolerate that today. No, no, no. <laughs> um, can we talk about, can, okay. Two things that I want to talk to you about. We might not have enough time for both. So I ask you, you want to talk about Dave or you want to talk about Ray J? Ooh, let's talk about Ray J. Yeah, I'm with let's you because Dave, Ray I feel J. like, we y'all know, know how Dave we feel is. about Dave. <laughs> let's just say this real quick about Dave and we won't cover it. But I'll just say, imagine being a nigga that rushed Dave Chappelle on stage and getting stomped out by Jamie Foxx and Buster Rhymes. That sounds like getting kicked in by Dave, like Buster Rhymes, Dave Chappelle, and Jamie Foxx Sounds like the worst hip hop collaboration of 2003. Like you do not want to sound like a 2003 radio jam getting kicked by Buster Rhymes and Jamie Foxx. No, that's the best part about that whole scene was the fact that security didn't get him, the culture got him. That's which makes me breathe easier to know that somewhere bullying is still alive. So let's talk about Ray J. Mm -hmm. Did you see the Ray J news? Do you know what we're talking about here yet? I, I think I'm pretty up to date. 
Well, Ray J came out, I don't know if it was on a podcast or something, but he basically, what he considers to be spilling the beans, but we don't criticize Ray J about shit we already knew because it's Ray J's a fucking legend. Right. So we just laugh when he talks because we love Ray J. But Ray J said, hey, y'all, just want to let y'all know that sex tape that got Kim K famous was Kris Jenner's idea. And she orchestrated the whole thing. There was no real leak. It was Kris Jenner putting it out and she's been behind it the whole time. Got y'all. Hey, <laughs> unveiled and the like, thing. And we all kind of was like, eh, either way, it's fine. Well, it's another, it's another one of those things. It. It's another one of those things that you would have to watch with adult eyes, fam. Because if you think about it mm-hmm. as an adult, how the fuck does the entire world get the same sex tape at the same time, fam? At mass the same production. time, that's very weird. Yeah, mass yeah. production, just like any other porn, G. So like, From a B-list <laughs> at the time, like, Ray J's a B-list superstar. Like, it ain't like niggas was like... Looking for the Ray J sex tape. And we, and at the time, we didn't even know who the fuck Kim K was. Period. She just was the chick from the sex tape. So it it makes sense. But really what I wanted to talk to you about, what aspect I wanted to talk to you about was, let's assume that all of this is true what Ray J is saying. Very likely. But let's just assume it's true for the sake of the conversation. Is this a nasty thing for Kris Jenner to be quote unquote pimping her daughter out on camera for celebrity and to launch what we now know as the Kardashian empire, or is it okay? Because it's like, listen, she fucking rappers anyway. Might as well not have her be at the mercy of these rappers. You might as well let it cat. Now I'm sure Chris probably didn't see it getting this big, but like, if you're going to be fucking these hip hop niggas in California, you might as well get paid. No. Well, I, th- I think this is the time now where that shit is probably most likely going to come back to bite him in the ass. And, like, again, nobody cares. Like, we know now that y'all probably worked with the peoples and, and it came out the way that it came out. But I think I think what makes Chris Jenner nasty in all of this is that the length of time that this has gone on. You know what I'm saying? Still trying to still trying to run this. Like, how, be, because, and that, like I said, that don't make How the fuck did this bitch suck some dick on camera and the whole family got rich? Like. That, yeah. that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, How but does it makes yeah, it makes sense if your mom's your fucking manager and she negotiated your deal and y'all got a whole bag and now you and now you can flip and do all types of crazy shit into that. So like, I, I think the length of time, but but the fact that you know, and I and I thought this even when I first saw it, and I knew it was a jig when whatever fucking channel what was that uh life i don't know what fucking channel they show was coming on but like when they were dropping them fake tears about the show going off i was like yo okay we'll see it back <laughs> and now it's just the kardashians on hulu it's the same fucking shit just a new show but like it's starting all over the same way like we're going right back like now now the sex tape is the thing in the news because not for nothing kanye stopped what what's y'all what's y'all's thing what's y'all's thing in the news right. now like, and even that was the last thing he was involved in was bringing the thing around. But now that he ain't like talking crazy and shit ain't going on outside, now y'all need something to bring the shit back around to. And like, it's the sex tape. Like, you, it's the do original you think thing. They thought, do you think they thought her fucking Pete Davidson would be more of like more captivating than it actually is? Like, do you think that the Kardashian empire thought that we would give a fuck? I think like they, the I, on, to the only extent that we care. We only care as much about it as Kanye is bothered by it. But other than just, that, we do not give a fam, fuck. Who that's what I was just about to say. I think they underestimate Kanye in the equation of this. Yeah. Because like, we, Kanye we outweighs cared. y'all. We cared as long as he cared. He seems to not care right now. So we're like, oh, fuck As soon as he stopped caring, we stopped giving a fuck. <laughs> like, does he still live across the street? No? Well, all right. Yeah. yeah it's fine. Well, if he, if he cool, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm straight. Like, we are literally only going as Kanye goes. Period. Yeah. And then and then in more Kim K news, did you see... Uh, about the story about her at the Met Gala. Mm-mm. So she um, she went to the Met Gala, as she always does. Right? I'm starting to feel like this is like Kim Kardashian's 
prom night every year. Or some <laughs> shit. Like, I know other people go and other people get dressed up in weird shit to be there, but I don't know if Kim Kardashian has missed a Met Gala in 16 years, but right. it's weird because it's like she wore, I guess, what was supposed to be an iconic Marilyn Monroe dress. I guess it's the dress that she sung Happy Birthday, Mr. President mm-hmm, in. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be like this historical piece that they went to Orlando in the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum to get this dress to, I guess, pay Ripley's for her to be able to wear this quote-unquote iconic dress. In the controversy, and that's got white America all pissed off about Kim Kardashian wearing the dress, is one, you know they love Marilyn Monroe. They think she's the beautifulest, thickest bitch in history when I got news for y'all, she's not. Uh, But they think anything involving Marilyn Monroe is sacred, so... Kim's dirty ass, as they put it, should have never had her big, fat, fake ass in the dress. But it was interesting because they let her wear the dress, but it wasn't allowed to be altered in any way. So because Kim has like the BBL and all of that shit going on, Mm -hmm. Kim couldn't appropriately wear the dress. It wouldn't zip up because her ass is too big. She's got too many curves. Again, we're talking about frog ass Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) You, frog ass in BBL <laughs> is not the same size. Like, the they don't same. shop in the same department. Uh-uh. So it was weird because Kim K couldn't zip the dress up. So she had to wear like a shawl or something around her waist to cover it up. And then at that point, what's the point in wearing the dress? Cause you're not even wearing it. How right. Marilyn Monroe wore it. So it just kind of feels like a stunt, which now coming back full circle. Now I kind of understand why white America is mad because if you ain't going to actually wear the dress, then don't wear the dress. Yeah, why the fuck are you wearing the dress? Doesn't make it feels like now you're just wearing it to piss people off. I feel like part of her like brand is just rubbing, you know, middle America the wrong way to well, get back in the headline. And she's got to, you know, remember this is where they consider her a Negro, and you will not uh, fuck mm-hmm. up one of their white national treasures original white dresses, treasure. bitch. <laughs> I like that. That is the right. I feel like that's I the bitch given, they said. I feel like bitch. I haven't given out many to show, so you're welcome. Yeah, oh, you, we still at our three limit too. I think we've been doing our, on a Kevin Samuels tribute episode. Come too. on now, them boys. Y'all good. Go, come on, share the podcast with your friends if y'all don't even if y'all don't respect that. <laughs> if you don't respect that, your whole perspective is wild. All right, but, bro. I don't. I don't. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say onto the BBL thing. I had a question. It was a mm-hmm. whole other topic. But yes, if sir. you want to go somewhere else, we can go where you want to go. I just got a surf-ass question for you, and maybe we can wrap up on this. I really just want to hear your thoughts out loud. Uh, yeah, I got to yeah, surf, It's bro. a surf-ass question. Um, wait till I ask you. You're going to crack up. So <clears throat> if you had to choose one for one and one for the other, um, man and a woman, what do you think God is and what do you think the devil is? That's a trap question. But listen, I, I, I have too much respect. Let me just answer the way that I would naturally answer it. We're too far in the podcast. Anybody that's uncertain about us, I've long turned this show off. I got too much respect for myself. This is not a diss towards women. I have too much self-respect to say God is a woman. I just got too much self-respect, bro. Like I just, and that's, I don't think anything ill of women. I don't think women are incapable. Y'all should see Wesley's face. Like you're doing it. (laughs) It's a self-respect thing. Maybe y'all might call it foolish pride, but I'm just going, I'm not, this is not the podcast y'all coming to to hear pander. Y'all don't come here for pander. We're never going to give it to you. If I have to pick one and the other, and I'm forced to pick them and put them in a certain pocket, then God is a man. And the devil is a woman. You know why? Because isn't the devil like temptation 
and fucking like everything, like everything that's supposed to be bad make me feel so good in the words of Kanye or Maru West. That sounds more like a woman to me than a man because di- like an unpleasurable man is unpleasurable right away. But an unpleasurable woman, it might take you months to years to find out like this bitch ain't good for me. So what was your question about the BBL? Oh, <laughs> so you don't want to? Okay. Would you? Oh, this might get you in trouble. So fuck it. Tip for tat. Would you allow your wife to get a BBL if she said it was for her? And like she was really coming to you with like, you know how your wife looks at you with the big eyes and there's a little bit of water in them. Not like she's about to cry. (laughs) It's how you can tell she's serious. Your wife comes to you. She just had your baby. She, she snapped back just fine. This ain't a weight issue or nothing. Like she snapped back. She's feeling good about herself. She comes to talk to you. The kids are away at the friend's house and it's just y'all one-on-one, and she's talking to you. You're leaning up against the kitchen counter because you're waiting on your pizza rolls to get done, and she's like, I want to talk to you. You're like, what's up, baby? I can see your face is kind of serious. You all right? She's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine, but I've been saving up for a while, <laughs> and I got five, six, dollars $7,000 put away. This is not family money. This is money I've put away on my money for a while now, and I want to go to Costa Rica and get injections. She starts pulling out pamphlets and emails that she printed out on her own and starts showing you the paperwork, how much it's going to cost, their success rate. She's showing you examples of how it's safe. And she says, I really want to go out here and do this, but I wouldn't ever want to do it without your consent. You're my husband and I love you. What do you think? Um, I'd probably try to talk her out of Costa Rica, but I'm down. <laughs> Are you down because of the benefits that you would potentially reap? Or are you down because you're a supportive husband and you wouldn't give a fuck what it was if it made her happy? Like, tell me why you're down. Both. I want I want her to feel how she wants to feel and I want to grab that ass if, if she want to do a little extra something with it. Like, there's a benefit for me in that. And like, that's already on the table, actually, over here at my crib. Like, huh? you don't cl- tell me shit, bro. You know, why do we do this show? Why do we, even do it? we do it to speak for an hour and a half once a week about worldly topics. And we appreciate y'all listening this week about our worldly topics. This has been the Dipped in Butter program. Uh, my name is Kat. You can check my former content. We're going to do YouTube channel stuff. Y'all relax. Don't be looking at your phone and trying to figure out what you're going to listen to next while rolling your eyes about the other content we might put out. We're going to do it if we do it. But my name is Kat, and uh, you should be appreciating the fact that I even told you my name because Wes is not about to do it. Yeah, I don't, I, you know, you might get a really like short version. You might just get the It's Wes No T, and that's fucking it. Because again, if you made it here, you, ha- you have zero choice. You probably know me personally if you've made it to this far of a goddamn podcast. Um, but the most important thing, I guess, right here, which is really why I want to replace it with the name shit, is that like, like subscribe comment do all the shit for the podcast share it you know all of that shit you know what i mean so fuck with me though unless you're trav in which case you might be new here (laughs) trav if you're listening to this right now and this is your first time in a while or ever get out of here with that shit bro you should be listening to us but uh like i say each and every week man the universe is way too big for your little ass problems and if that don't resonate with you any other week when i say it man think about kevin samuels bro he did everything he could in the time that he had he tried to bring some positivity to the world in the way he knew how. I know y'all rolling y'all's eyes again. But mm-hmm. that's the way he knew how, man. So find out your way and do that. Shit, we doing it.
Y'all yeah, don't even yeah, listen yeah. to us. <laughs> Period. Um, uh, y'all already know rule number one around here is to uh, tell a friend to tell a friend, not only about the podcast, but uh, make sure you stay fighting in your weight class. You do not want to be a super welterweight trying to box with the heavyweights because uh, it could change your life or your wife. Um, and then rule number two, mind your motherfucking business. Yes, sir. We'll catch y'all next week. That nigga should have minded his business. <laughs> you have officially been dead.